I still know that he's able. My hope is built on nothing less, right? So who, who are you? Who are you created to be and who are you called to? Like, who are you called to on this earth that you cannot give up hope, that you cannot give up your faith because there are people that you are called to in this earth and no one can carry out the mission quite like you. Welcome to the Code of Confidence podcast, where we have candid, encouraging, and uncomfortable conversations around confidence. I am your host, Desi Inspire, the empowerment juggernaut, also known as the Confidence Queen. And we're here to crack the codes that are keeping us from tapping and stepping into full, complete confidence. And guess what? We're now creating our own. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Code of Confidence podcast, where we have very much candid, very much encouraging, and very much uncomfortable conversations around confidence. And I am your host, your girl, your queen, sis, Destiny Inspire. And I'm excited that you tuned in again for another episode. Listen, diving right in, I want to read a quote as I often do to start us off that will set the precedence for what we're going to share and decode today. So hope is the one thing that can help get us through the darkest of times. Hope is the one thing that can help get us through the darkest of times. And I really like that definition because as we are entering and embarking into a brand new year, right? The year of our Lord, 2021. I want us to continue to strengthen our confidence and decode those things that have maybe caused us to lose confidence in ourselves and even in God and even in what's possible. And so that ties directly into hope, right? How do you not lose hope during difficulties in life, right? How do you maintain hope when you feel hopeless? And so I want to share even from my own personal journey, and experience like there have been times where it just seems like all of the odds were against me and maybe you've been there and you kind of know that feeling where it just seems like like all of the odds are against you if it's you no know, they say if it's not one thing it's another right it's like everything is piling up and everything that you've desired or that you you thought was supposed to be around forever or turn out good it tends to be the opposite and so I can remember very specifically a season of my life when I literally was like, I'm just going to give up hope of everything, just the hope of anything ever coming back to normalcy or hope of just reaching certain goals that I had set for my life. And I had to reevaluate where I was. And I think that's important for many of us to do is to first do a reassessment of ourselves and find like, what are the things in our life? What are those specific situations where we have somewhat lost the confidence, right? And lost hope, whether it was hope in ourself, hope in our family coming back together, hope in a, a better life or a future, hope for a job or a degree. Like what is that thing that you've hoped for? And that somewhere along the line, it's it's basically disappointed you. Like it's not gave what it was supposed to have gave, right? And so we have to go back and kind of see what do I do when I'm losing my hope? 
Because I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how amazing your life may be or how grand it may be. We will all go through those moments and season in life where it feels like we are hopeless or we are about to lose our hope. So I want to talk about and share with us when it comes to even our confidence and having hope, how to not lose hope during difficult seasons of life. Now, by definition, hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen, right? Have you ever just hoped for something like, oh, I hope, I hope when I get there, uh, my favorite food is it. I hope when I get there, I'm going to see such and such. Oh, I hope when I graduate, I'll be able to get this job. Or I hope that, you know, my family comes back together. Like we hope and think it's that feeling that we have. And it's something about having hope. It just, it feels different, right? The feeling of hope just Everything can be going so wrong, but when you have a feeling of hope, it just it just reassures you that no matter how difficult things may be, like there's a part of me that still believes that it's going to be okay. There's a part of me that still feels like I'm going to get very much the thing that I'm desiring or the thing that I'm thinking for. So, to cherish a desire with and to, to cherish it, right? That's a whole nother level to actually cherish that desire with anticipation to want something to happen or be true hopes for a promotion, hoping for the best. I hope so. Right. And so we can even tie hope into faith. A lot of times hope and faith are used interchangeably. So I wanted to kind of dive into that a little bit as we talk about how to not lose hope. Um, during difficult seasons of life or how to hold on to your hope during life. And there's a scripture in the Bible that actually puts faith and hope together. Um, And it talks about how faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Another scripture in the Bible talks about um, what a man hopes for um, why do you hope for something that you already see? So hope in itself means I I cannot see it. Like you don't have to hope for something that you basically see and know what's going to happen. I don't have to hope that this chair holds me up because I know the weight limits. I know how it's put together, what it's, de- what it's designed to, to hold. So I don't even have to hope in that, right? I don't have to have faith in it. I, I've had faith that the chair is going to hold me up, but I don't have to hope. Like I hope so. Like I, I really hope that this thing will happen. I don't have to desire because I have a surety and a certainty that I know that it's going to happen, right? And so I read something and it said, hope in its simplest form is defined as a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Faith is is defined as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. The Hebrew word for hope, which I'm not going to try to pronounce because baby, who's not Hebrew is me. Okay. The Hebrew word for hope means something we hold on to. So by definition in the Hebrew, hope is something we hold on to. That desire, that expectation, that feeling, something that we hold on to. The Greek word for faith, which again, baby, I'm not Greek either, so I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but the Greek word for faith, which connotates faithfulness, conviction, commitment, a reliance on God. Based on these definitions alone, I like this part. Based on these definitions alone, hope and faith are often intertwined because hope is the soil 
in which we exercise our faith. Hope is the soil by which we exercise our faith. That's powerful. That's powerful. And what's interesting is Romans 15 and 13. This ain't a Bible study, but listen, when I talk about confidence, my confidence comes from God. So I can't help but share the word of God. You feel me? Um, Romans 15 and 13 says, now the God of hope. I never even read it like that until I started looking into hope. Romans 15, 13 says that now the God of hope. So the God we serve, he is the God of hope. So how can you not have hope when he's the God of hope, right? Fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope. So he fills us with the joy and the peace while we're believing so we can abound in hope because he is the God of hope. So even when this earthly realm is like, I can't put my hope in anything here, I still have that feeling because I serve the God of hope. So he's the God of hope. So I have to have hope. I have to have hope in that which I cannot see, but I yet desire, right? Another scripture says, um, hope deferred makes the heart sick, right? Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when it comes, it's like a tree of life. Meaning when you are hoping for something and it's delayed, or like you're hoping for someone to come in on a flight for the holidays, or you're hoping to, to see a loved one and then that flight gets delayed, your hope is now delayed. Right. When it talks about there may be a storm, they may not be able to make it. Your hope is now deferred or delayed or put off and it can make your heart sick. So many of us, we're suffering um, in life. Right. Because we have a heart problem. Right. Because our hope has been deferred so long that it's made our heart sick. That relationship that we've been praying for or hoping for to be mended or to come together or to even have a desire. You know, ladies, come on. We all desire to love and be loved. But when the desires of your heart, that hope is now deferred, it makes your heart sick. So it was, we can't even figure out what's wrong with us physically because it's a heart, a heart problem, a heart condition. And not your physical palpitating heart, but a, a, a spiritual heart condition, an emotional sickness. An emotional heart sickness because that thing you've been desiring, it seems like it's being delayed. It's like when we talked about vision, though the vision, Terry, wait for it. And so I want to encourage anybody that's listening from the code of confidence. Put your confidence back in the hope of God, the God of hope. Like, don't stop believing. So as we go through life and how do you not lose hope? I've got some tangible things because you know me, baby. I'm going to give you the principles to take with you. Okay. Okay. So not losing hope in life, not becoming hopeless in life. I want you to remember who, what, why, and cry. Let's dig into those. Who, when you've gotten to a place where the thing that you are hoping for is being delayed, or you feel like your hope is fading because life is happening and it's happening fast and it's happening hard and it hurts. You have to remember who. One, who am I? Like, who am I? And apart from who am I, who do I serve? I am a child of a king. I am a child of God. I am precious. Psalms 139 says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. Right. The Bible also says that I was made after the image of God. Like, who am I? 
The Bible says, ye are gods. I am a little G-O-D in this earth. I'm not the God. I'm not the G-O-D, but I am a little G-O-D. I'm an offspring of the true and living God, which means a God has power and authority to even judge on this earth. I have the power to judge the situation and say the way I see it is not the way it will always be, right? And it would say, can't nobody judge me but God. But we are also little gods which are called to judge things in this earth. I can judge a matter. The Bible says don't judge a matter before it's time. So I'm not going to judge it before it's time and say it's over. It's done. It'll never happen. I'm going to judge wisely and say it's not over till God says it's over. It's not over till it's over. And these light afflictions that I'm experiencing, the Bible says these light afflictions are but for a moment. But they are working in us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, right? Who, who are you? Who do you serve? Who were you created to be? I was created to be an overcomer. I was created to be resilient. That's who I am. So when I want to lose hope, I have to remember my who, who am I? Who do I serve? A God that has all power in his hands that can change anything. And even if he doesn't do it, I saw in my eye. <laughs> Even if he doesn't deliver, I still know that he's able. My hope is built on nothing less, right? So who, who are you? Who are you created to be? And who are you called to? Like, who are you called to on this earth that you cannot give up hope? That you cannot give up your faith because there are people that you are called to in this earth and no one can carry out the mission quite like you. So who, who I am helps me not lose my hope. What? The what? These are questions. As a life coach, one of my jobs and responsibilities is not to give answers, but to provoke my queens with powerful questions, to ask powerful questions that cause you to be introspective and look at yourself from within. Because I can't give the answers to your life. I'm not God. I'm not a genie. I'm not magic. I'm not a sorceress or any of those things. I am someone who helps you discover the answers that already lie on the inside of you. Okay, so what? What were you put on this earth to do? I can't give up hope when I think about what I've been put on this earth to do. I can't give up hope when I'm thinking about why I'm here. What is my assignment? We got the little song. I understood the assignment, right? So do you really though? Do you really understand the assignment and the call of God on your life? Do you really understand what? what what your life means like what role your life plays in this earth what is taking place right now because you're in that position what's happening on your job because you're there what is allowing other people to be blessed because they are attached to you so i can't lose hope because my life and what i'm called to do and what i'm capable of what are you capable of? A lot of us, we feel hopeless and defenseless because we don't feel like we're capable of doing anything about our situation. And yes, there are some external forces you cannot control, but what can you control? These are all questions. I can't give you the answers, but these are the questions where you can discover the answers. What am I capable of? What can I control about the situation? What can I control about life? 
This is your life. And at any moment, you can decide, I don't want my story to end like this. Even if you can't change that particular situation, you can change how you look at it. I was in the hospital recently and I couldn't ch change what was happening in my body, but I could change what I thought about it. I could change how I allowed my thoughts and my mind to cause me to become more sick or cause more things to happen because I'm releasing that energy into the atmosphere. I knew what I was in control of. And so instead of losing hope in that hospital, on that doctor's bed, I had to remember who I was, who God has created me to be, what I'm called to do and what I'm capable of. I am capable of decreeing and declaring over my life, over my body, over my family. And then here's another what. What have you already overcome? Because a lot of times we forget and negate what we've already overcome. Like we, we forget the things that we've already encountered up to this point that have gotten us this far. Like go back. I have my queens do an exercise called your life's resume. Create a life's resume of things that you've done, your capabilities, your skill sets, battles that you've won, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. And when you look at those things, you remember I'm powerful beyond measure. I'm stronger than I thought I was. And not the strength of pretending like nothing's wrong and everything's under control, but the strength meaning if I got through it before, I have the power to get through it again. It may take a little longer, but I'm going to still do it. What are you capable of? What have you already overcome? What are you put on this earth to do? Now the why. What is your why in life? Like when you don't have a why attached to the things that you do, it's easy to quit. Like it's easy to give up. It's easy to say, you know what? Never mind. You know what? I'm tired of this. Why? Because you don't have a why. That's why. Like when you're, when you're connected to something greater than you, it gives you that drive to keep going. Like when you have children and you have to work a job, even if you don't like that job, when that job gets difficult, people get on your nerves. You don't like them people. Why do you keep going? Because you have responsibilities and obligations. Why? Because your children mean more to you in their health, their safety, and their provision means more to you than the people on your job antagonizing you. You don't just walk out and quit. Not when you got, not when your why is too strong. And if you do, you got a plan. So when you know what your why is in life, it's, it's harder to lose hope. It doesn't mean you won't get discouraged because you will, but you won't quit. Like there are some days I don't want to show up for myself, but guess what? My why is bigger than me. My why is much bigger than destiny not feeling like doing something. My why has hundreds of women connected to me who are waiting on me to show up, waiting on me to come and coach and deliver and speak. So my why is bigger than me. If your why is not bigger than you, then you will not win. You will lose hope. I can tell you that because there's nothing strong enough to allow your human spirit to rise. And there's nothing stronger than the human spirit's ability to rise. But why? You have to find your why. Like why, why do you feel like you exist? I know if I didn't do what God called me to do, I would cease to exist. I may just exist in the cosmos as a physical being, but my spirit, just everything about me would cease to be me because it would have no meaning behind it. So find your why. Why do you do it? Is it to, to reach back and help your family, to help your parents? To, do you have children? Do you have siblings that look up to you? Do you have a goal in life that you're determined to reach because everyone attached to you will be, will be changed and delivered or healed or set free because of you? What is your why? Like, wh why, why is it so easy for you to quit? 
Why is it easy for you to give up? It doesn't mean discouragement won't come. Don't get me wrong. It's coming. All of us, we're humans. But why do you keep going? Why is it worth it? Why is it worth not losing hope this year? Why is it worth when something doesn't work out? Get up and try again. Go on to the next thing, right? And then after the why is the cry. Baby, listen. Sometimes you just have to like cry it out. Sometimes you have to have a really good cry and that's okay. I was like, you going to boss up or you going to cry about it? I'm going to do both because sometimes you just need to cry. So to keep from losing hope, you just need to cry. You just need to let it out. You just need to experience it. You just need to go through that journey and go through that process and allow your, your human nature, your, your dust, because we are dust wrapped in divinity and allow that human side of you to feel. Like sometimes I feel better after good catharsis or AKA a good cry, right? So sometimes healing comes through your tears because even when you're crying, you're crying in faith, you're crying in hope that it won't be this way always. But right now I'm not okay and that's okay. And I think we need to hear that more that it's, it's okay to simply just not be okay. Sometimes I was at my aunt's funeral today. And one of my cousins, she said that she said, um, I'm not okay. And I'm, I'm not going to be okay. And it takes strength to even say that, you know, at some point, of course you will be, but right now I'm not. And to keep from losing hope, I need to just cry it out and express it. Right? So who, what, why, and cry. The scripture says, I cried to the Lord and he heard me and delivered me. So I want to know your thoughts. What do you do to keep from losing hope? What do you do to keep from giving up on life? Right? This is the Code of Confidence podcast. And I pray that up to this point, you've been able to grasp something that are that's helping you crack the code to your own self-confidence. Rewire and reprogram the codes that you previously written for yourself and written for your life that's kept you in the same position over and over. And I appreciate you for listening. Please subscribe, leave a review. If something that's ever said in these podcasts resonate or touch you, we want to hear about it. I would love to read your comments and share your thoughts. So let me know, how do you keep hope? How do you not lose hope? when it seems like things are hopeless. I'm Destiny Inspire, Codal Confidence Podcast, signing out.